ride with me in my foul life. What's up? We got a quick one at you right now. The Foul Life Podcast brought to you by our friends at Gerber. Stay Sharp America. Today's podcast is also brought to you by our friends at Mountain Ops. Supplements for the outdoorsman. That's what I want to talk to our guest about today. He's an athlete. He's a wrestler. He's an MMA legend. He's fought <laughs> the ho- the likes of Jose Aldo. He has fought Conor McGregor. Have you ever fought Pettis? No Pettis. Pettis nope. is bigger than you? Pettis is bigger. He's 155. We got Chad Mendez, Money Mendez. What's the money up, guys? Man. I'm back. Okay, so tell me this. You're thir- you're thirty five now. Just turned thirty six, May one. Thirty six. You 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 hunt all over. You do big game. You do kill the nice ram. You do elk. You like mule deer. Go back shoot a white tail or two. You do pig hunts, turkey hunts, waterfowl hunts, mm. goose hunts, duck hunts. Why supplementation? Why? What is important about supplementation with a guy that works out as much as you do? You recover good. You're a world class athlete in a lot of ways. Um, why? Why do you? Why do we need Mountain Ops? You know, I think for me it goes back to being. Uh, I guess wrestling probably is where I first started doing any type of supp- supplements. Like uh, you're working out two, three hard times a day, two hour workouts each time. I mean, I just felt like there wasn't enough time to be consuming the amount of nutrients and food in between workouts. Um, to feel like my recovery was on point. So I started putting different type of supplements into my diet uh, to help with recovery, which AK, you know, you, you heal up better, you can go even harder the next workout and you're just building on that stepping stones each workout. But um, I think for me, that's where it first started. And then you kind of get in a routine of knowing like, okay, my body feels good when I take this stuff, um, you know, or I don't really notice anything. So there's been over the years, I've kind of had supplements come in and out of my diet you know it's like I I take a type of protein this is perfect and then I'll implement something else whether it's um you know sometimes even these pre-workouts where you you use them for so long that I notice it doesn't doesn't do the same thing as it does does in the beginning when you first start using it so your body kind of gets used to things and I start switching stuff up but getting into the outdoor world which you know I've been doing that since I was a little kid but from athletics, you know, wrestling, straight into fighting, retiring from that, going full-time in the outdoor world. Um, For me, it's almost been like just a routine, like a lifetime routine. Um, I feel, is, is there, you know, I could probably not take any supplements at all with the diet that I eat and everything. It's probably fine. But do I feel better when I do take them? Of course. So, you know, it's something that I keep going with and it's, something I feel good with. and But a lot of times in your career, like if you were going to do, you know, cryotherapy, you got a doctor to say, yeah, this will be good for you. If you were going to do a certain thing in your life, you would get, um, you know, a doctor to write off on it. Yeah. Do you do that with supplements? Would you recommend that somebody like takes these mountain op products? Because I love the Enduro when I do cardio. It feels like it opens up my vessels Mm -hmm. and it lets me have a better cardio experience. I use the Yeti for pre-workout. Um, but I've never been a real protein meal replacement or protein shake guy. I've always Mm -hmm. just wanted to slam some turkey breast or slam some ham or something, you know, but would you take it to a doctor Mendez and and say, Hey, with my blood work, my history of heart disease, my history of high cholesterol, my history of diabetes, whatever, and make sure that a doctor signs off on anything that you start taking. 
I mean, yeah, I, I, me personally, probably not. No, me giving advice for somebody that's never taken supplements before trying to get into it. I mean, yeah, I would recommend it. But I mean, I feel like, I mean, you're looking at Mountain Ops products. Let's, let's talk about that. So, you know, it's mainly ingredients like you just talked about Enduro, opening your blood vessels. It's, there's tons of arginine in it, which is a amino acid, which is a vasodilator. Basically, it does open up your blood vessels, um, which allows more blood flow in turn makes you feel like you have better cardio. You have more oxygen pumping through your blood, getting put into those muscles that are working extremely hard. So, you know, there's things like that, that arginine, I'm sure your, your normal person would never have any health effects with, with arginine. You know what I mean? But are there that few certain amount of people that maybe can't take it because of some underlying health concern? Of course. So, yeah, I mean, I think anyone that's starting off might want to go get some blood work done you know see if there's any underlying thing that maybe you don't know about or if there is like ask your doctor is it okay if i take this stuff you know the, the ingredients around the back of the the container most of them are you know very healthy vitamins um amino acids you know there's not really any like tricky sneaky things that get put into these mountain ops products you know i was under very strict drug testing type stuff through ufc so that's stuff that i had to pay attention to so you know i i think that anybody would be fine just jumping into and taking it but yeah i will say i would recommend beginners to you know look into that stuff so at this point in your life, your career, you've already mentioned that you're retired, even though your friends like me say, you need to go whip some ass again. But I understand why. I get it completely. Um, I've talked to guys in the last little bit, big fans of you, David Taylor, Olympic wrestler, nice. cool. uh, Kyle Dake, the Dake bomb, right? I asked them both, well, what about when you're not doing this? Oh, I'll never get out of shape. Oh, I'm going to work out for the rest of my life. It's easy to think that, right, until you start getting into that next phase to where maybe wrestling isn't everything. Because now you got to wake up, you got business, you got mm -hmm. a daughter, you have a wife, you have family, you have guided hunts, you have sponsors and partners like Mountain Ops that you're always working with. Yep. It's harder than it sounds to stay mm -hmm. in shape after even a successful fight career like you had, right? Oh, it's extremely difficult. Like. You know, I was sitting down trying to think. We So I work for 10 different outdoor companies as far as an influencer. We got Fins and Feathers. It's a company that me and a business partner started. We have AAB now, the provider. You know, like you said, my daughter, my wife. Basically, I get up early to try to get a workout in because if I don't get that done first thing in the in the morning, like it just, it's almost impossible. I'm working till it's time to come in, start getting dinner prepped for the girls or whatever. And then it's, you know, nighttime routine with Lula. And at that time it's nine o'clock and it's like, well, I don't want to stay up till 11 because I need to get up at five or six in the morning to basically do it all over again. So dude, it's tough. Like when, when working out isn't your job anymore and you have a ton of other stuff going on, like it's, it's definitely tough to find the time to do it. And it's, you know, it's, it's not a top priority at that point anymore, which it needs to be. Your health needs to be probably the most, you know, important thing of your day. But we get in our routines and we get so uh, engulfed with everything that's going on in life. It's it kind of pushed to the back, you know, and it's something that we don't really think about. But uh, I, I just heard, and I can't remember where it was, but it was a, it was a podcast and somebody was talking about it. And it, it just lit up in my mind where it's, you know, basically what I just said, like we have so many things going on and we kind of think of health as, you know, oh, I, I didn't get a workout today. I'll, I'll 
try to get it tomorrow. And then that same routine just keeps going. And next thing you know, it's two, three weeks have gone by and you haven't worked out. And you're like, dude, what the hell? But your health needs to come first and foremost over anything. You don't have health, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of times when you start getting the mindset that you're describing now as a businessman, the entrepreneurial spirit, I call it, mm-hmm. your, your type A personality, it, not everybody's born with that genetic of waking up and saying, I'm going to work for myself. A lot of people get up and they have a routine of coffee, drive to work, clock in, clock out, and then maybe hit the gym. Mm -hmm. But when you start getting that mindset of like, I'm taking a risk and I'm creating this, not by ourselves, we all have partners or we have ideas or whatever it is, but you are responsible for your own paycheck now. Mm -hmm. So you're not getting a a big payday for the UFC per se three times a year anymore. Mm -hmm. You have to make a go of this. So that's what kind of takes over for me is like, damn it. I got all these ideas from waking up about my businesses if I go work out, I'm going to drop the ball on some mm-hmm. of this. Yep. But man, I'm telling you, if you start to mindset yourself, and that's why I bring in Mountain Ops, is that I've gotten now to where the Enduro deal is cold shower, Enduro, not 100% cold. I'll go lukewarm, and then I'll turn it to <laughs> ice cold just to the last up. five to seven minutes, and uh-huh. I'll just stand there and take it. And it'll wake my body up. It just lit like you do that. Like a lot of athletes, I, I talked to a Atlanta Brave today in a podcast about how before a game, he sits in the ice. He gets his body cold, wakes mm-hmm. his muscles up and stuff. And then he'll go out and like warm up. And I'm like, man, that's kind of, but he's like, yeah, it just works for me. But then it's enduro and then it's a walk. Like it's amazing what a little 20 minute walk will do in fresh air. Oh yeah. And if you, if you, if you kind of discipline yourself to do, and I'm not telling you to discipline yourself, yeah. but I'm talking about when people see somebody like you, they automatically think, oh my God, that guy works out 10 hours a day still. And you don't. Life life happens. Mm -hmm. And that's what I try to tell these athletes when I talk to them. I'm like, dude, if you even, if let's say that you start your own apparel line in wrestling, you're going to find reasons not to work out as hard as you do, right? You're not going to be on the mat six hours a day anymore. Yep, exactly. And I think some of the key things for me that I found switching over into this type of lifestyle, I focus on a good diet. You know, if you get in the routine of just making your lifestyle diet, instead of having to focus on something, but just making like your normal routine diet healthy, I, I'm not gaining a ton of fat. I'm not gaining, you know, that excess weight. So that, that right there is a positive. Um, and then, like I said, if I can fit in just a, a quick hour workout at 6 a.m. or whatever before my day gets started like you do that get that out of the way and then it's like i almost forget about it you know but you feel so good get out there as the sun's coming up it's cool outside quiet um where i live there's tons of turkeys you're hearing turkeys gobbling on your run and it's just awesome you know and you get that done get it out of the way and then it's you know time to get stuff uh, done in, in the business world but um how much yeah. does aesthetics play in for it for you personally because you look, you're, you're in shape. You you yeah. you have that physique of the. You have abs. You have lats. You have traps. Right. You have I, you. But yeah. You know, I tell you start to lose time. it a little bit, right? I, yeah. I'm not trying to interrupt you, but there's a difference between you going into fight shape, fight week, mm-hmm. as opposed to what you look like right now. Fight shape, you're probably down to five percent body fat, seven eight percent body fat. You're probably ten or twelve right now. If I had to guess, I don't know. Yeah, and a lot of people base looks off of shape and i i i always tell them this like there's there's two different things like i i could look great on the beach and not be able to run a mile you know and there's tons of guys like that you know and it's 
it depends what you're doing training wise. You know, my body, I'm more of an explosive type guy, explosive athlete. Um, I've never been like a super long endurance athlete. That's just my build, you know, and power, strength, uh, speed, you know, endurance was always something even in, in my early wrestling days was something I really had to focus on to get to that top level because there was guys that were, you know, these scrawny, skinny, long dudes that could go 100 miles an hour the entire match, you know, and if if I let those guys get the best of me on any type of moves, I'm planning trying to play catch up and it's not going to happen, you know. So for me, it was like I focused on training that endurance. I focused even in the fight world, like mixing in obviously all the explosive stuff as well. But like I had to focus on that. So uh, I forget where we were going with this. Yeah. Well, what I was what I was going with it is that you, you made a great point about like you see somebody that's really like looks like they're there. We go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's but right. you get them on a, you get them on a, a Versa climber <laughs> yeah. like I was on this morning, and I'm covering 250 feet in 90 seconds. But I don't have. But my physique isn't looking like yeah. I could do that. But then there's guys that look like oh my god, you must run a marathon every week. Yeah. But then they can't do. They can't. Uh-huh. Their cardio is terrible. For me, it was like you're building up through a training camp. I, I never really changed physique a ton, I don't think. Like, obviously, when I'm jumping into a camp, I probably have, you know, probably 8 9% body fat. By the end, I'm 5 5 or 6%. So, I, you know, I would lean out a bit. But other than that, I don't think there was much change. But first day of training camp, you know, going three five-minute rounds, like that last five-minute round, you're dying. By the end of your camp, I'm doing seven five-minute rounds, and I'm still like fine at the end. And you when know? you say seven five-minute rounds, you're talking the week before the actual fight week, and you're simulating yeah, so two weeks out, about two. So three like you weeks might out. be in there with Guida for five minutes, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden here New comes partner. Uriah at you yep. after you get a little bit of a breather, and that's yep. kind of like your ultimate of like, all right, this is the end of it. That's like the grand finale of training camp mm-hmm. when you get to that point. So when you look at you in the McGregor fight. Speaking of outdoors, speaking of mountain ops, you know, you're living your outdoor life at that yeah. time. You're on a boat fishing, maybe with a cold beer. Yeah. You go in there, you don't look like you're out of shape. Huh. But you easily could have, that fight could have been called in the first round, in my opinion. I think you're beating the shit out of him. And, and Conor McGregor is an absolute stud. I don't care how big a mouth he has. The dude has built a career sure. and he can fight. You beat him in that first round bad and he knew it but then you ran out of gas in the second round and you take some jabs and some crosses from him then you get you're out of the fight but if you were in tip-top shape that does not happen because you didn't have your gas tank right no i mean 100 percent. that's what it came down to like i honestly believe i was a better fighter than him and you know obviously you saw what khabib did to him you know what i did to him that first round if i was in shape i would have been able to do to him every single round in that fight you know, being able to take him down obviously wasn't an issue. And once he was on his back, he was comfortable being there. Like, he wasn't trying to escape at all. He was basically closed guard, wrapped around me, and I was able to elbow him and punch him at will. You know, and so, yeah, it's, I didn't look like I was way out of shape, but I wasn't in fight shape, especially fight going shape. against a guy that's way bigger than me. I mean, in the wrestling world, everybody knows, like, you go up against a guy that's 10 pounds bigger than you and you're wrestling this dude, that same skill set, like, it's tough, like, really tough. It drains you big time. So, you know, Connor walks around, I think, at, like, 180, you know. The, the dude is huge. And the fact that he could make 45s was just unbelievable. Um, what does he fight now? I know he fought with 70 against Diaz, 55, right? 70s, yeah, he's kind of all over the place, but... Um, yeah, what, what I'm saying is the guy's huge, you know, he's a big dude. So being out of shape, meaning not in fight shape, 
uh, going in there and, and taking that fight on 10 days notice. And I freaking broke the top of my foot my first day of sparring. So I was able to basically swim most of that 10 days to cut weight. And that's pretty much it. So, you know, it was just, it wasn't an ideal camp, not at all, you know, but, you know, looking back on it now, dude, there, I, I gained so much from that fight, you know, social following jumped tremendously. Obviously it was a good payday. Um, I think, I think it opened you, I up think a lot what, of people's eyes. I think eyes. that you gained a lot of respect to Connor. Yeah. I think Connor knows, like, I think, in, you know, he's, he would probably never admit it, but he knows who the good fighters are. Yeah. Um, I, I saw a picture of you the other day on social media. It wasn't on your social. It was on a, I don't even know, like MMA junkie or whatever, mm -hmm. but it was the, the caption. And I don't know if you saw this. I don't know if they tagged you, but the caption was one of the greatest moments or something of an MMA fighter or whatever. And it's you hugging Jose after he lost to McGregor. Ah. You're backstage with him, yep. I guess. And you yeah, hug yeah, yeah. him. Yep. And and you could see the look on Jose Aldo's face of just like, oh, my God. I just, like, that fight camp, yeah, that reputation. That. He went into that fight in shape, and he made a mistake of trying mm -hmm. to fight Connor's game. He's not a puncher. I mean, he can punch, but that's not how he fights. Mm -hmm. He ran across that ring and got laid out. But that, yep. that was a cool scene. Of you, but I want to end this short little podcast because this is about transitioning and this mentality in the woods, in the mountains. Climbing a mountain for a sheep hunt might look easy until you put a 35 pound pack and a rifle and a sling or a bow or whatever, and you're trying to scale shell everything. In a nutshell, is fight shape comparable to where you will get for your next sheep hunt? Do you take the same mentality to where you're all balls of the wall, all out? I'm going to get in the best shape of my life because when that shot comes, when I got to pull that stick and string back or when I got to get in my scope and I got my breathing down, heart rate, breathing, cardio, all plays a role in the mechanics of shooting. Do you get in close to fight shape when you're going after a big elk or a big sheep? I would, I mean, I would imagine, I mean, it's obviously two different um, skill sets. It's two different like end goals, but yeah, I mean, I treat my hunts, especially these big, you know, very physically demanding hunts, just like a fight camp. You know, obviously I'm doing different things. I'm not in there punching and, you know, doing grappling and all that stuff like I would fight. But as far as the way I take it, yeah, of course, man, I, I treat it the same way. I, I take guys on hunting trips. I'm a guide also, obviously, fins and feathers. But, dude, we've had people so out of shape that they see animals that we're after and they basically say it's okay i'll pass because i don't think i could get to them you know and it's like i don't Crazy. ever want that mentality on a hunt for myself like i don't like i just can't ever see that happening so um yeah i mean i take that very serious i train really hard um and when it comes down to that moment of truth whether it's in the octagon or behind a, a scope or you know shoot my bow I want it to be money. I Here's the secret to it, in my opinion. Here's the secret. You want it to be money. That's your nickname. <laughs> you don't want to make mistakes. You don't want to cripple no. an animal. Mm -mm. It's better to get in shape and do your best to stay in shape year round yeah. than to let it go and then draw a tag and say, I got 90 days to get in sheep shape. Yep. There used to be a TV show with some guys, Rick Sarone, some yeah, other guys. Yeah, you know, it, was an, it was a great show. Mm -hmm. Sheep shape's different, elk shape, mountain shape, altitude. I went up on the Mammoth Mountain the other day and, and climbed the mountain with some skiers to shoot them with David Wise, the Olympian. I, I literally thought I was going to die. <laughs> I go, I'm in way better shape than this. And I look at this little 140-pound photographer with me, and the dude was hunched over on his knees just breathing hard. He's like, dude, because the altitude, just, now mm -hmm. I know why guys like Tito and you guys train at train. Tahoe or Big Bear or something that had some altitude. It gets your lungs in unbelievable yeah. shape, but it's scary almost. But 
consistency, lifestyle, make the change and create better habits. Create better habits about diet, nutrition, supplementation, mountain ops. Look into mountain ops. They believe in the culture of the outdoors. They've been a partner of yours for a long time. Mm -hmm. That's all I wanted to talk about today is short little Get your ass in shape and out there and work out and stay healthy and be able to throw your kids around a swimming pool and be in the best shape of your life for as long as you can. You don't have to have an eight pack to enjoy life and be in shape. No. And that's the thing. Like people are like, oh, it's funny. I go on these trips sometimes with, you know, friend of friends. So this is the first time I met them, but they all just assume I've never had a drink of alcohol. I don't ever eat anything bad. Um, You know, it's, that's not true. I think my, I, I try to keep the majority of my life as healthy as I can, but you can not ever stick. You got to have balance, man. And I tell people this all the time, like balance is key. You'll go freaking insane trying to stick to a count your calorie, count your macronutrient diet 24-7 for your your entire life. Are you kidding me? So boring. No way. So I I think balance, keeping general life as healthy as you possibly can, get enough sleep, you know, drink water, eat a a healthy diet as much as you can, you know, but have your treats, have some alcohol if you're into drinking, go have some fun once in a while. You know, one of my best wrestling coaches in the world, Sammy Henson used to tell us that even during season, which we never did it. That was always something I really took serious. Like I cut out alcohol during my wrestling season, but every once in a while, he'd be like, dude, you guys go out, have three or four beers tonight. And he, he would like basically socializing. Tell, yes. Team. He, yeah. Team building. He wants all that, you Responsibility. know, it's, it's a good, way to just unplug for a sec and and relax. But, you know, I think, like I said, ultimately balance is key. You got to have majority health, but man, don't be afraid to have fun. Sometimes balance, create good habits, follow Chad money Mendez on Instagram at Chad Mendez. Check out some of our new brands at the provider. The providerlife.com is the website. American Almond Beef, just like the nut, A-L-M-O-N-D, AmericanAlmondBeef.com. Today's episode of the Fat Life Podcast with Chad Money Mendez was brought to you again by our friends at Mountain Ops. Check them out for all of your supplements for the outdoors. Get in shape, stay in shape, make healthy decisions, create better habits. And today's episode of the Fat Life Podcast was also brought to you by our friends at Gerber Gear. Stay sharp, America. For Chad Mendez, this is Chad Belding. Thank you all for joining us. Tom? I'm going to think of a song. Tom and Jake. Yeah, just play uh, Leith Lofton. What you going to do when the money's all gone? Since we're in here with Money Mendez. Thank you all. We're all equal. That's what I think. I don't believe heaven has a bank. Make good use of your time on earth.